tuning in to the Awkward Thinking Podcast. <laughs> yeah, welcome back to the Awkward Thinking Podcast. I'm your boy Nas, aka Stacks. You know what I mean? All that in the bag of chips. I'm here with my big dick host. Vincent, we are. What's wrong with you, bro? What's wrong with you? <laughs> we are. The first you never knew you needed the neighborhood weirdos, all that in a bag of chips, the awkward thinkers. White people claps in the building. White people claps in the building. <clears throat> y'all know what to do. Uh, make sure y'all hit them reviews, hit them comment sections, hit them likes, hit the page, get them follows. Let's have fun, you know what I mean? It's time to go on this rabbit hole of a show. How you been, man? I've been good, bro. You know, good. What's yeah. been good, huh? Got into a fender bender. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's it's not, not funny. funny. It's, it's not, not funny. funny. I don't know why I laughed. I don't want to get into the details of the accident. Oh, yeah. My insurance and shit is still going over it. The case is still uh, open. It is. Uh, Keep your fucking seatbelts on. The seatbelt, I, I understand why people go through windshields. Man, don't put them fucking seatbelts on. Stay cool. If life is going to be intended to happen the way it's going to happen regardless. So if you want I to just not feel be like safe, be you, safe. I, I know me personally, I'm not trying to survive being scared on the fucking pavement. I'm not. That shit seemed like it hurt. That shit seemed like a lot of facial restructuring. You know how fast you got to go to Yeah, to no, on I'm telling you, though, when... when I, If I ain't have my seatbelt on, I was going 30 miles an hour. If I ain't have my seatbelt on, a nigga would have went out the car. You wouldn't have went out the fucking car. I, I, I'm, I'm, I don't think you would have went out the fucking car, bro. Nigga, I lift you maybe up. sixty, maybe sixty, but you're not going out the car for why not? Thirty miles an hour. I'm telling you, as a nigga who was just in a car accident, who just experienced for himself and lifted up with the accident, nigga. Yes, you can go out the windshield at thirty miles an hour, especially depending on the impact. It was a big ass impact. I don't believe it. Stay dangerous. Don't wear your seatbelts. Um, <laughs> I just recently inquired a question. Some girl was like, um, we was having a conversation. She was like, um, so how do you feel, like, about rejection? Like, what do you feel? And I was like, I responded, like, I grew up with a single parent. My first rejection was my dad not wanting me or my mom. So that was kind of easy for me. I ain't going to lie. Not the trauma dump or anything like mm-hmm. that. But then it got my wheels turned. I'm like, damn. Like, my dad follows me on social media. And you would think, like, all right, a Debbie dad, like, he's left the family, he's gone, like, away or mm-hmm. anything like that. But the nigga is around the fucking corner. Like, is he Debbie or is he just absent? He, I, define, what? I feel right, like so Debbie the, is in the household. I'm in the household, or at least I'm continuously in and out of the household, and I'm not doing shit. See, Where's you got to be in the house. He was always at the step. I mean, Debbie and absent father are one and the same, but it's just... I feel like one is more specific. Mm. Absent, I'm just not around at all. It says, a father who neglects his responsibility as a parent, especially the one who does not pay the child support, uh, he in debt. Um, and the deadbeat that was forced to pay a lump sum over $10,000 to settle the case. What are you reading? I'm just reading something. It was a definition, but the definition is a person that doesn't take care of their responsibilities or anything mm-hmm. like that. So that's what a deadbeat is. So I don't know if I would classify my father as a deadbeat because I mean I had some great weird ass times with my dad. Like so he's picking me up from from school, and you would think, oh yeah, a parent would pick you up from school. Either they'll walk or take you on like the bus stop or something like that, or they'll pick you up from a car. Mm-hmm. So I'm standing there and I hear. It's a big-ass cheese bus. 
this nigga's driving a big ass fucking cheese bus, picks me up, and it's just me and him in the fucking car. A cheese and, bus? Yes, a literally a big ass fucking cheese bus. We're literally driving around Philly. The nigga stops out the cheese bus, does a drug transaction, mm. gets back in the fucking car, drops me off home. And I'm like, this is fucking embarrassing. Like, I don't know. It was Bro, embarrassing. Who I had to be 12, mm. 12 or 13 or something like that. I know I had, like, a button-up. I don't know if I was in... Was I in high school? I don't know. I don't know. But I did say I would start um, in this new life because I'm tired of people, like, just doing shit towards mm-hmm. me. I said in this new life, I said I'm going to start ignoring people like a, a deadbeat dad, like, like, neglect. Like, they have a strong ignoring system. Like, for you to ignore a child... And your responsibilities. That's what I want to ignore people. Why like. do you want to ignore people? Because people sometimes, I don't know. I'm, I've been getting into this point where it's like, if we don't talk or we don't mm-hmm. do anything, like, you don't have to acknowledge me no more. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to, we don't have to fake the funk. I don't fuck with you. You don't fuck with me. Just because I walk over there with somebody else that fucks with you, I'm not, you still don't have obligations to mm-hmm. hug me, talk to me, none of that. It's just, Go ahead about your business and go about your day. I feel like some people don't like being excluded because uh, I don't think rejection is always just like a relationship thing or like a two-person thing. I think uh, even people who feel like, you know, there's cliques or um, groups that they want to be a part of and can't be a part of or whatever, uh, they feel rejection. So I think it might be that feeling of being left out that they don't like. Uh, but it's just like... I don't know, nigga. Be comfortable with being by yourself. Like, you, you, that's the first person you have to be comfortable with is yourself. Be comfortable being alone. And if you're alone, you won't seek attention or validation from other people. Not saying that uh, we don't need, you know, human interaction with other people, but you don't have to have access to everybody's group. Just because yeah. you see motherfuckers like having a good time together does not mean that you need to be a part of that. Uh, go create your own group or just find a group that is for you or, or whatever. Find what works for you instead of being like, okay, I like what y'all are doing over there and I want to be a part. And they like, well, no, I'll be good because, you know, we like what we have right. and be not trying to mess shit up. Don't be a colonizer to people's groups. Yeah. Man. Just, you know, like he said, start your own little fire mm-hmm. and, and make, make Burning Man yourself. Like, I don't know. Nigga, I, I don't know. I've never, I've never felt that way of like, oh, I need to be a part of this group, or I, mm-hmm. I need. I think I have. I ain't gonna lie. I feel like I, I feel have. like everybody has at one point. Everybody, you know, you get to be the little weird kid, or, uh, you know, sometimes you don't get chosen to be on the fucking kickball team or whatever, yeah. so you get left out. I think that's, but I think that's something we all need to be okay with. Yeah, like that's part of life. You get left out sometimes, and sometimes it's not out of like malice or anything sometimes you just get left out because it's not for you right now yeah i remember one time my brother-in-law got like everybody in the house like all my siblings and shit and put them on the car and was like trying to leave me at the house like purposely like nah you can't ride with us and it's like nigga you in my parents car this is my parents car Uh don't tell me i can't get in the car in this room and it's like because we had an issue it was like, no, nah, you can't get in the car. And the nigga was pulling off, and I threw a rock and bust the window out. Because I was like, don't leave me out. Yeah. And then don't, like, it's one thing to be left out and not know you left out, but I know you are purposely trying to leave me out. Don't nobody like being left out. Do you have any final thoughts for this, man? No. No? 
All right, you know what the time it is. It's some petty politics. Petty niggas talking about petty shit in the world. And what's it's going on right now mm-hmm. is the freak nigg, your auntie is scared that she might lose her benefits and her job because she she was out there fucking and sucking. Freak Nick, if y'all don't know, is just like a, an event that t- took place in Atlanta. Um, and I think in other parts in down south, too. Uh, and people would gather, mostly like black people, uh, party, kick it for like, you know, a whole weekend or whatever, drink, turn up, motherfuckers would be fucking sucking and licking whatever you could at the same time. And it was just like all done in the public. Um, nobody really cared. People, it was like a lower your ambitions kind of thing. Like allow yeah. yourself to let loose, um, kind of thing. I wonder, uh, cause that kind of put me in the mind of a per of like the purge. Is that like something, do you think that? You know, to be out there being freaky and nasty and shit, is that like a... Do you think that was healthy? To be sexually liberated like that? Yeah. Um, I feel like it was a no-judgment-free zone. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's so weird because that era of, like, people, like, young people are so judgmental. Mm -hmm. So it's like... I think it, it puts them in the in the box where it's like, oh, you can't... I can't... You can't judge me no more. You was just out there making out with a man... Uh, and you was just so pro whatever because you know what I think mm-hmm. it's a lot of niggas that might get exposed that was on the DL that they family man wife and was, all that I don't, I don't think I, people, you never know because okay know. so listen I, I just feel like during that time that wasn't one of them things that was I think that was strictly a heterosexual thing that wasn't a you don't know that I nigga. don't I don't know for sure because that might be a part of the documentary the, the LGBTQ that part that's yeah, that why could be. a lot of motherfuckers might be yeah. a little shook but up I, it's just hard to see or imagine that was going on in the 90s like that especially during that culture of the way that people thought and everything yeah. so it's hard to see that or to think that okay there might have been and I won't even, I think, you know, of course, because of uh, toxic views and everything, uh, woman-on-woman play would have been great. But man-on-man play would have been frowned upon in them groups. Mm. Just in, and I feel like, again, because of the culture at that time, that kind of display of sexuality would have low-key challenged other people. Yeah. And so it would have cause problems and it, and so if it did happen it might show up in the documentary as like one of the things that was like problematic or whatever hopefully if it did happen let's say hopefully if that was happening people like you said was still ex- accepting and everybody was like i don't give a fuck like this is you know yeah we, it, we all cheer it's, it's it's one of those things like shit we was in college um not too long ago but you know you know how it is when you stay over it's it's mm-hmm. it's, it's a little mini freak nick not like it's open but it's like all right, say say you've been a whole semester and you staying in spring break or something like that. Everybody having mm-hmm. fun and stuff like that. The shorty that you've been trying to get at, she's staying over break. And y'all have this time and y'all get lit. Everybody has that freaky ass time when you stay back from college. So I can see how it started and shit like that. Um, me personally, I don't know. I, don't, I wouldn't care. Like, why? See, that's the internet shit. You know what I mean? And, I, the and, internet birthed this documentary twitter black twitter specifically birthed this documentary nobody was talking about freak nick until black twitter this is one of the things that again where uh you know something that niggas created or at least talked about and made uh made something interesting of it they took and was like okay let's profit off of it 
not saying niggas ain't go watch a, the documentary, but it's like, it's again one of them things, uh, I don't know, like, remember them wine bottles? No. You don't remember them fucking wine bottles a few Capriccio's? Oh, yeah, and yeah, And, like, yeah. all it took was one black person on Twitter to be like, yo, this is popping. And then there was a conversation around it. And even, like, that night in Toho or Soho, whatever, where, like, the people, it was a story, the stripper story on Twitter. Uh, I'm drawing blanks here. Sure. It was just a, sto- uh, a regular girl telling her story on Twitter about, like, a situation she was in with another stripper, how they went somewhere else, got into some situations and oh, shit. Oh, yeah, yeah and okay. And then they yeah, turned yeah. it into a movie. It's just, niggas is like, black Twitter is basically telling people this is what niggas want to see. Yeah. And then they throwing it on TV for us. But I won't say for us, but Jermaine Dupree and them is behind this. Um, so it's like, I'm all right with it because black people are behind it, but still, I don't know the details. So I'm, I don't know. I just, that's that's a different. That, yeah. Like, you know, I'm hearing stories. I was listening to the, uh, like, I seen a clip. I wasn't listening to the Joe Budden podcast, mm-hmm. but um, I think his name is Ice. Not Ice. It's one of them. They call him Library. Anyway, mm-hmm. so he goes in and he's telling, he's telling a story about, you know, how, like, easy pussy was like out there like um it was like a group of girls driving in the car and then it was like him and his homeboys driving in the car then they was at a red light they looked over you know what i mean the one girl hopped in the whip with us and then my homeboy started fucking her um in the back seat and then she got out with you know with her homegirls they skirted off and he threw the condom out the window like it was that type of shit mm. so it's like it's a it's a tricky. I don't know. Yeah. Like it's one of them things where I do want to see it because um, I, I have a nasty head myself. So I just do want to see what your mm-hmm. aunties and your grandmas was talking about. Ooh, and then so there's uh right now there there's a group of black women like filled with lawyers, doctors, uh, you know, people of like high caliber jobs and uh in career fields and shit who are uh you know putting together something to bend the release of this because. Did you you know the picture of that officer who uh, spread the ass? Uh-huh. Uh right now like uh, I think he's on leave from his job because of that. Wow. And so uh it's people who are being punished for something that they did in their twenties. And and I feel like I mean, it's not, it's not fair. That, it, 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 it it is, is because fair. it's like it is kind of fair. It's I ain't not gonna because lie, bro. you're 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 doing something I This is a this number one, this was supposed to be a safe space. Number one, that's what who, it was. Who said that? This was the culture. This was what niggas was doing. So this was supposed to be a safe space. Okay. We down here is freak Nick. This is what everybody is doing for the most part. This is what we came to do or whatever. So it's like, I don't know. It, I'm not harming nobody. Nobody mm-hmm. was being harmed. This ain't like, uh, it's not like you got pictures of me rioting or anything. I'm partying. That's it. Are you going to go and pull up pictures from people in college and be like, Oh, we see we got a picture of your news and shit from when you was in your college dorm, and because we got that, uh, now you need to get fired from your job because it doesn't represent us well. No, I don't know. I just, I just, it's one of them things where it's just like I'm gonna, I'm going a little, I'm about to go mm-hmm. like mad extreme. Like you saying like somebody should be penalized for something they did when they were in their twenties. They right? weren't harming people but though. I understand that, but. It's been times and times again. You cannot harm people, but you can just do something that is like not favorable in somebody's eyes. Is it wrong for me to be like, all right, I don't agree with you, what you got going on? 
for me to like people is and, and even surface level like people mm-hmm. lose their jobs off based off religion off this and you, off that, that that's you can't lose your job based off religion you can after the disagreement uh. No, you can lose your job when you uh, try to force religion on people or when you go into a situation and you like trying to take religion away from people. That's how you lose your job. You can't lose your job because you have a certain faith. Uh, unless your faith is like some uh, pedophilic shit or something like that. You just said you couldn't, you couldn't, oh yeah, so it doesn't, yeah. it prohibits the... It's discrimination. So our acts, rights. Mm-hmm. Um, my thing is this though. I'm not hurting nobody. And this is like, I don't think it's fair for you to use something of me when I was a kid or even younger. I wasn't a fucking politician at that time. I wasn't even thinking about being a politician at that time. That's me being younger. I'm way younger. This ain't like this is me while I'm in, and I'm not, this is way before I had my job. This is way before I had my title. I don't, it's not fair for you to be like, Oh, well, here go you 30 years ago doing X, Y, and Z. Bitch, that's 30 years ago. What you talking about? I'm not know. even that same person anymore. I, I feel like, <clears throat> I don't know, bro. It's 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 a it's a tricky thing because it's like, what if you do see some shit that's, or like him opening up a woman's ass, that, that little picture and that, stuff like it, that. It is wild. And I would say because he's in his uniform, and everything, that's much different. Yeah. Because that's, you still in your job. Yeah. That's different. That's something that can, I feel like, you know, that you're not so safe in that one. But you being down there and you in your sweats or you in some hoochie shorts or whatever, mm-hmm. that, what the fuck? Nick, I'm yeah. out here partying. I ain't doing shit. I'm not in my job. I'm not, can't nobody easily identify me. Like, that's like, uh, I don't know, you turning up at the club and a motherfucker pit, catch you with a drink in your hand and take a picture of it and post it. And now it's like, Oh, they got a drinking. All right, motherfucker, I'm not at work. I think this is going to be the least embarrassing. I think this is going to be the least fucking embarrassing of, like, I feel like it's still going to be distinct. It's going to be gross, mm-hmm. but it's still going to be distinguished. Um, I just don't, I don't, I think, what, like I said, now, these moms now, I would hate to be your fucking kid. Like, legit. I would really hate to be your kid if I was, um if you was my mom because it's a lot of shit i understand like sexual liberations and shit like that but y'all either be clout chasing showing your ass and titties and or showing your dick out and all this shit and it's like this era of i don't need a job entrepreneurship that shit gonna be over after a while niggas is gonna be having to get a job i ain't gonna lie so all that internet shit like all them private pages you gonna be serviced like i said i remember a long time ago like niggas used to really find shit from your teachers like you would find them bikini pics or out doing it so kids find shit bro mm-hmm. so it's not like it's not going to come but up certain shit just shouldn't be shamed i'm not hurting nobody this wasn't nothing you're showing nudity on the internet it does not it, i did not put it on the internet that's the thing i'm not I'm the, talking i'm talking about the people that i'm i'm talking about current, us, this current wave now i'm not talking about the freak nick people mm-hmm. that i i totally agree I was doing this before the internet, mm-hmm. and I know people are gonna be listening and be like, "Nah, you're fucking dip, like what the fuck." Mm-hmm. But I'm saying it as an I agree. It was VHS cams. This is it's some VHS tapes of me when I was a kid. Like I don't even fucking I haven't seen it in so fucking long. So of course I would forget about it, and that was a part of my life. I just got memories and shit like that. So I understand the fear, but I'm talking about in this current state right now that we're in. I would be more embarrassed to be a child of somebody that has done this crazy shit 
to be like, all right, this is my parent. I would I would feel like about 20 years from now, a lot of people will be penalized for the actions that they have done on the internet today. Shit, I might even be penalized well, yeah, for the things I, that I say on the internet today. I I agree to an extent. Like, I do agree to an extent. Um, there is gonna be, there's repercussions for everything that we do right now that affects us later on and not just us, but even our kids. But I feel like there should be levels to what is affecting us. I I don't know. And again, maybe that is just us as a society that needs to overcome some things like the the new. I mean, we all watch porn for the most part. Well, not everybody in the world, but you know, for there's the, a good the, amount the, of us who watch. The grand porn. majority watches porn, and it's like. Every time we watch porn, that is somebody's kid, that's somebody's parent, that's somebody's sibling, that's somebody, that's somebody out there. Um, and I know a lot of us are hypocrites because we can watch porn, but if, let's say, somebody we were close to, a sibling or a kid or, or even a parent was to do porn, it would be like, whoa, that's, you're, you're taking it too far, that's too much. I wouldn't look or, at porn again. Or that's embarrassing, yeah. And so it's like... We have to unlock that in our head where it's like either we're going to accept porn and accept people that do porn and, and be like, this is an okay thing, mm. or we're going to say, uh, no, we just should just stop porn. Is it shame? Is it shame that we got to get rid of in our minds? Because yeah, there's this thing, and, and you know, it, it goes back to, um, mm, it's probably like rooted in patriarchy. Or toxic masculinity and shit. I don't know which one that falls up under. Because I feel like if I found out, like, I would frown down, like, nigga, what you doing if, like, a homie or, like, a brother or whatever was doing porn? But I know in my head I would feel more, my heart would break if I found out, like, a woman in my family was doing porn. Yeah. Because of the... I don't the toxic thoughts that surround women in porn, like because it's like looked at as more demeaning. Yeah, like for a woman to have multiple sexual partners versus a man, it looks it's it's worse for like a woman. So like when you think of the porn thing, the woman on the on the, on one end, it's the woman who's going to catch it worse, the flack. Because mm -hmm. this whole time you've been saying. Oh, your mom, or yeah, you know, it's, it's it's, and I'm sorry to cut you off, but it's one of those things you don't want the lady to, that been making your grits and sausages and waffles to be the one that was opening up her booty hole in the mm -hmm. middle of the fucking street. But you wouldn't mind if it was your father opening up the booty hole. No, I wouldn't. Yeah, because I feel like it's 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 in our it's expected. It's expected from like your uncle. We we've been around. That's why it makes sense on why mm -hmm. your uncles was talking like this, and and you know your fathers was talking like this because of that type of span of like well you know motherfuckers was out ass out da -da 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 -da, and you like ew like nigga nobody's mm -hmm. doing that shit but they was so it it all makes sense now so i think when you sometimes when you do look at a woman and it's and it's it, it's sometimes you want them to have this don't i don't i don't know you want the, them to be innocent but you also want them to be like freaks at the same not, time not even innocent i want them to you know like you just have this way of women that should be like hold your head up high you mm -hmm. you distinguish you you're like this beautiful like i don't see you in that light so i think that's why it's just like it's it's 
a lot of niggas gonna get in a lot of fights because whoever mom gonna be in that bitch is it's mm-hmm. it's one of those things because I think the mom is so precious to us as males and the woman is so precious to us so it's just like and I'm saying like aunties and moms like older women that we've that nurtured us so we look at them as these precious like people and then seeing them in that in that element of getting fucked or anything or she was sucking dick it's like it kind of deteriorates you and it, it opens the door for not even a disrespectful you know why? conversation you know why what i just realized I, or not just realized but what just occurred to me in my head is like i think it's a conversation because mm. it's the you know how you you'll have like a you'll you'll have sex with somebody and you might share the story with your boys yeah. and uh i don't know but to me it always seems like oh yeah she was doing this she was going crazy this and that but it's never like in a um it was like oh yeah the bitch was nasty one of those like not to call a woman a bitch but just as an example you know that's it, it's looked at like that versus and i was doing this to her i had her doing that and it never seems like it's like uh, a thing where it's like she has the power in it. Mm. So it's always every time I've really heard like a sexual story and a, or a man talking about you know what he was doing, it's never been talked about in the. And I'm not saying everybody has always been like negative, but it's never the woman has never had the power within that situation. So it's like a lack of power, and because there's a lack of power. Or to me, what I interpret as a lack of power in those situations, I've always seen the woman as vulnerable. So, no, I can't picture someone that I love or I'm close to that's a woman in one of them situations where she's being, like, uh, sexually intimate, like, in a porn star kind of way or Mm -hmm. even a, I don't, like, I don't picture nobody, but it's like, we understand that our siblings are in relationships and that's something or the people we love yeah. are in relationships and that's something we could be like all right we know that they do these things and it's not nothing to feel weird about but if you found out this person close to me was a hoe and they was just this and that ran, getting ran through by x y and z you'll look at it and be like fuck like you know hurt in my evil mind i want a lot of the church folks the judgmental church folks that was in the freaking nick i really want them to be exposed yeah like that's that's my only wish list for this whole documentary i just want somebody be like oh she went to my church and she be doing all she this. was saved she was saved and whatever whatever the fuck but i was sucking dick she was i was <laughs> <laughs> i was sucking dick i was being mean i had every bitch in this motherfucking creaming <laughs> You know it. Amen. And them holy pussy juices flowing. <laughs> and, I, and I shook them like the Holy Spirit was in me. <laughs> <laughs> but it was two guys similar as disciples putting me down, pinning me down. Sort of like, nah, I'm not going that far. Because <laughs> I ain't know where the fuck you was going. I was going to say, like, Jesus on the cross. They got a special kind of hell for people like you. Nah, but and you, you, we know you fucking like you. You work at the IRS. You got five kids, and your youngest one is thirteen. You, you been fucking. We know. We know what's up. These kids ain't just happen out of nowhere. But I do think they they're owed that privacy of when I was fucking. I'm I'm not going How on. How you old privacy and you was fucking in the public? Because I'm nigga. fucking in public. But I, even though I'm fucking in public, this isn't 
something that is going to go around. This isn't going to make rounds. At that time, I'm not thinking this is something uh, that's going to be exposed to the public. We've been on Freak Nick for, for a hot-ass minute, uh, but I, I, I don't want to end this conversation uh, without... Because we've covered some of the good and bad about Freak Nick, but I think it's time for niggas to get into the ugly of Freak Nick. Okay. Um, because although we do know there was a lot of like sexual liberation going on, a lot of uh, free-spirited things happening, um, at the same time, everybody did not come to Freak Nick with good intentions. Yeah. Um, there, there were people down there who... Um, some people came down there just to watch the festivities. Like, hey, I'm, a, I'm just a spectator. Like, would you I'm, be a spectator? I would. I like watching other people do their thing. Yeah. yeah. In public, it would be wild In to public, see that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, the some good, people came oh. down there just to spectate. They came down there just to watch other people do their thing or just even party. I'm just down here partying, but I'm not down here for the fucking and sucking. I'm just down here for the turn up. That's it. But they get roped into different situations or, uh, Again, everybody's not down there for with good intentions. So it's some niggas who's down there and they just thinking, all right, this freak Nick shit's supposed to be happening. Yeah. Like I'm just able to walk up to you and grope on you and or touch up on you. So there was a lot of assault happening during Freak Nick. Um, mm-hmm. There was a lot of uh, things taking place during Freak Nick that shouldn't have took place. A lot of horrific shit. Um, I've been watching stories about these women who were assaulted, like punched and like groped and like almost molested in a crowd of people and people watching um and again it's the bystander effect you think somebody else is going to step in or you looking and you like oh that that's not really happening that's not what that is or oh if it was this serious somebody else again would step in so like there was a lot of times where especially women were down there and they were put into these situations that they shouldn't have been put in like um, getting touched on or like again having a bunch of men come at you trying to fight you because hey you did not come down here for certain shit uh, it happens <laughs> it happens but off of this we've been talking about Freak Nick for a little minute yeah. um, time for these closed captions so our roommate um, CJ if y'all know CJ he's um, he's a big light skinned dude um, he needs a retwist um, so anybody that's African or Dominican that can really grip his hair and Follow our socials so you can see what CJ look like so y'all can really get a visual of of how his uh his hair needs to be and stuff like that. But um my close captions, we was watching the Black Lady sketch show and what really took me by storm about it, which I feel like people should watch, it wasn't super funny. So creative and I think that that's the art of black writers and shit that we mm-hmm. need. Because it's it's not many times where you get to see like somebody um, just articulate something that's so deep rooted in our culture, so yeah, that's, that's so intelligent, and to, put it on the screen like that in a way. Exactly. <clears throat> I've been watching the Black Lady Sketch Show since I want to say twenty twenty, uh, the pandemic, and I tried to watch it like one time, uh, and was like, nah. Mm-hmm. And then one day I was just like bored as fuck, and I went through like a couple seasons of it. I'm like, all right, this is actually decent. It's um, it's funny. It's not always one of the things that's, like, meant for you to be, like, oh, my God, it's not gut-busting funny. Yeah. But it is funny, and it's, like, it's uh, very humorous. Um, and I don't know. they. It's, it's a cast of black women. Um, I think Robin Thede is her, it's actually her show. And, uh, mm-hmm. I it's, 
it's like it's an ensemble of black women and they include a lot of other black women and not just black women but other women of color or color and of other races I've seen I think um, I have I think I don't know about white women I don't know I don't think it's no white, white woman but there. I've seen like a, another woman of color I think uh, but they go through like these different sketches and like a lot of them especially if you are a black person you can relate to them and they're funny yeah. um, and they got this one uh, and I think it's like I think one of the like most famous ones it's like the black lady courtroom or, or oh, something oh yeah I didn't see that one but I've seen the like clip yeah everybody comes in and like the judge is black the lawyer is black the defendant is black the code defendant is black the bailiff is black everybody is a, or not just black I'm sorry not just black but black women Aww. and they all and it's nice though it's funny and they all excited about it um <clears throat> but the the episode that you're talking about um or the sketch that you're talking about they it was like a hidden figure swan yeah and they called themselves the not so figure or <laughs> I don't know I don't know <laughs> couldn't they... get it figured whatever um and they were like making puns to that and they were trying to come up with a solution to time travel. And so, like, uh, you know, through some bickering, some arguing, one of them smacked the other, and she disappeared. They like, what, what the fuck just happened? Did we just create time travel? This and, and she came back, and she was like, no, Dr. Martin Luther King. Um, uh-huh. And so, like, she was like, you just slapped me in the next week. And so, like, they came up with a formula for time travel by slapping somebody into next week slapping them back into uh, last week um slapping them, you know and that's just like mm-hmm. an old reference that if you're if you're black you know it. you grew up on that you i slap your ass into next week and you always thought like how the fuck is somebody gonna slap me into next week and they showed you how you know what drew me the most uh it was a sketch that they had and it was uh it was basically like uh what happened they was at a cookout and um, they was playing like poison or some shit, mm-hmm. but they going through real shit. So say if I was like, oh, such and such was she in, and then they play, dun, 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 but everybody start dancing and act like it's nothing like going wrong or some uh-huh. shit like that. But that's like literally like what it happens. It's like, yeah, some real shit sometimes be going on, like some underlying family shit, mm-hmm. but then that song come on, everybody want to line dance, everybody want to. So it, it, it was actually, that's what actually like stood out to me. You. Um, they didn't really touch me, um, but it was just like, damn, that's some funny, clever. It's very clever. Um, it is. I would give them, yeah, it's definitely very clever. And it's not cooning. It's not pandering. Yeah. Like, I feel like a lot of people sometimes that when, it's, when it comes to black writers, sometimes they try to be either super deep in the blackness or they'll go like something to pander to white people so they can get a laugh out of it. Definitely. Versus like, it's okay when people don't understand. You know what I mean? Like, it's okay just to have that insider or, you know, just to go get... Not everybody's going to get it, but the people who get it... Get it. Get and it. it's and meant it's, for them. That's it. That's literally it. They, if, it's some jokes that white people do that goes over my head, and I would never understand, and they don't have any unapologetic way of of saying, like, oh, well, I need to break this down for black people to... Under-. No, they don't. They keep pushing with their jokes, and I feel like that's what we need to do. As far as you know, what we what we got going on, just make it make it good. Don't pander, make it good. Tell us something we can talk about on the closed captions that you just was like, oh, that was so crazy. Nas and Vince needs to talk about this because I know that they will like this. That's how I assume the intruders talk. Um, but with that being said.
Bums, 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 Bums. It's about that time <laughs> where we leave you with a positive message to get through the week. Vince, what is your positive message to get through the week? Uh, I was just saying something on my Instagram about like uh choosing like your partners and shit mm-hmm. and the way that you choose your partners um or not maybe not necessarily choosing your partners but just stop um i would say stop assigning people personalities and shit that they don't have because those are the personalities that you're looking for like if you are looking for somebody who's going to be caring um you know sociable and um you know loving whatever and that's going to take care of you, that's fine to look for that person, but you can't look for that person with inside everybody that you meet. That's not fair. Um, and I think that sometimes we do that and we be like, okay, this is the person I'm looking for, so this is the person that you have to be, and we try to get people to fit inside that puzzle. That's not how things work. Look, find the people who, you know, matches those characteristics. Stop trying to build those characteristics within another person. That's it. Um, my positive message get through the week. Um, if she don't want you, leave her the fuck alone, bro. She doesn't want you. She it's not like you got any money, you got any like all that shit, bro. Leave her the fuck alone. That's it. That's my positive message to get through the week. Take rejection. Just because listen, just because your fucking father didn't want you don't mean <laughs> saying no, I'm projecting, but nah, for real, just um, what the fuck? <laughs> nah, for real though, uh, take rejection. That's it. It's okay to get a no. It's 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 completely okay to get a no. It's not for you, and probably you. They probably it's. I usually think it's the signs. Not saying like anybody got anything, but I'm just saying like motherfuckers is probably crazy. You you don't want that headache. You don't know what you want. Stop being so fucking horny all the time. Um, with that being said, I'm Nas with the big dick. I'm Vincent. And we are her. You look sweet, man. <laughs> I can't with you. <laughs> Thank you for being awkward with us. See you next week. Damn, Danny. Damn, Danny.